Welcome back, everybody, to episode two of the Moz Isley Boys. Today we have everybody here. I are joined by my lovely friends, Noah and Ethan Meredith, as well as me, the other Ethan. Oh, it's finally good to have all three. Because last time it's just us two. Yeah, amen, brother. Amen. And Bro, it's we, nice to actually be here. Yeah, the tension was getting way too strong between me and Noah alone. So we Am I to- just going to be the mediator of this group? No. No, not that kind of tension. I'm the dark horse. I Noah looks for the things. He looks for the things that are going to rile people up, and he goes for it. Well, we are. That's what that. I root for. <laughs> but literally, today is the best day for our podcast. We have a lot of big Star Wars news, and I just got done a very short few hours ago eating my favorite food ever: bowl of cereal. Doesn't have to be a certain type; it can just be cereal. What kind of bowl of cereal? This specifically was Captain Crunch. I just it's what I it's what I picked up, but I literally will get so many different types of cereals. Is it the berry kind? No, dude. I went prison. Oh, you went the standard. Remember how that used to be like the the narrative for prisons was like all they had was Captain Crunch? Was I the only one that thought that? I think you were alone in that assumption. Yeah, I I've never (laughs) heard that assumption. (laughs) No. Dude, I'm telling you, you used to be able to know that prison people in prison only ate Captain Crunch. That's all they had in prison. It was like that was supposed to be an intimidating thing to you. I thought what? they like put root beer in toilets and forced inmates to drink. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> You're actually joking. No, Bro, no way. <laughs> Bro, that's some I, that's some gonna, Alma stuff. That's some mulberry stuff. Right Bro, there. I'm gonna go ask my aunt about this. Wait, is she in prison? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. She works at a prison. Oh, I she's um, in prison. No, she works at a prison, so I could probably ask her these. Things. She got a man's in prison. No, is there homes in prison? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holla at your boy. You know. Here, cereal's my favorite thing. What's y'all's favorite food? Man, I'd have to say biscuits and gravy. Not just any kind of biscuits and gravy, but sausage biscuits and gravy. When's the last time you had that? Because I know you were ready. You sounded like you were ready to say Man, it's been probably like two weeks, but it was worth the wait. Bro, really? I'm gonna yeah. be 100% honest. Like up until like a year and a half ago, I had never had like sausage biscuits and gravy. Oh my! And gosh. I had it for the first time, and it was just revolution. We went to college with you, dude. I know, and that's what you. I would have stopped uh, talking to you. Little insight on Ethan Meredith's life: he get, he orders Dino Chicken Nuggets when he goes to the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Bro, Sorry. that is that is not true anymore. It used to be true. <laughs> it was true, like not too long ago. Like you went to Colton's and you got chicken strips. That's fair, though. I ordered a steak the last time. Oh, well, that y'all weren't there. Last time I was at Colton's, I ordered a steak. Mm. Whatever. That's so wrong. You know. What's your favorite food? If it's not, please don't say it. If it's If you're going to say dino chicken nuggets, then we'll move on with the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm going to be real as pizza. What kind? Pepperoni. If you, if, if you're putting like anything other than meat on a pizza, you're wrong. 
I also feel like pepperoni is also the equivalent of a <laughs> white girl pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza? Awful. That's like a phase, honestly. Bro, that is, that is not a phase. That is just a wrong opinion. <clears throat> Did you have that fa- uh, phase, Noah? No, not even once. So you've never been tainted. I've never thought about it either. I've never even me either. And you know, that's something that's crazy. You don't think it. about that. Like you're literally like, I've never thought about even doing it. Sure, you recognize and acknowledge that other people have done it and what it is, but like I've not ever had the thought, should I try it? No. Bro. Okay. There are many foods that I put in my mouth, but not pineapple on pizza. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that. I'm a proud man today. I'm a better man. Not having because tried you're having exactly. Yeah, you are. Well, yeah. here's the here's the thought. It's like Pineapple is what, like a tangy taste to some degree, and then yeah, you have pizza. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've never really ate pineapple. So. I love pineapple by itself, but not with pizza. It's just not like it's just two completely different tastes that you're getting. I don't know. I'd agree. I just not, I'm never going to probably try it for with all respect. No, no, I won't either. Pineapple pizza is like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> All right, moving on from that. <laughs> moving on from that last episode. It's been a long time. We've been busy, but honestly, we're just proud each episode we're able to put out. That's what matters. And last episode, everyone was blessed to hear myself and Noah's kind of upbringing of Star Wars and how we come to love Star Wars. And we talked about a lot of different things, Dwayne The Rock Johnson included. But today, we're going to hear about our third partners upbringing in star wars so ethan would you tell us like we've answered how you come to like know star wars and why it's still something you keep up with today okay well so star wars has been like a very big thing in my family since you know it first came out uh when it first came out my dad went and watched it and so i didn't start watching star wars until Technically, the first, second, and third movie, which were the fourth movie that came out, whatever. Prequels. Yeah, prequels. Thank you. My brain fried. So I started watching those and fell in love with it just because as a kid, you're like, ooh, lasers, ooh, things moving around. And then the more that I dove into it, it's like, okay, this is actually really sick. And, you know, Star Wars The Clone Wars. I th- feel like it's always going to be something that like you kind of indulge in and it's just kind of makes you love the scene a lot more. And then I Star Wars, the Lego game. That was fun. Whatever, you know, say its name. No, I won't. I won't just because you want me to. It's a holy name. You can't even write it. It's a holy name. <laughs> it's it's a name that we must not say. It's a holy name. About how old were you when you first started watching oh, Clone Wars? Clone Wars. When it first came out, I started watching. So whenever you had to be about eight. Yeah, I can't even remember how old I was, but it was. Around. I'm telling you, you were about eight. Okay. It came out in 2008. Oh, then I was seven. I started watching oh. when I was seven. Oh, you were 201, baby. Yeah, I'm an 01, baby. Both of us are. 
<laughs> I'm the middle child of this group, and Ethan's the baby. Ethan I am. the baby. And I'm I the, am the baby. I'm the adult. Oh, God. I wouldn't go that scared. far. Rude. <laughs> I'm literally the adult. I'm the oldest one. I, I don't know if I would say you being the adult, you're just the oldest. That doesn't mean that you're an adult. That just means you have more age on us. We might be a little bit more wise than you. No way. No. I am wise beyond my years. Oh, that's <laughs> what Master Master Ugwe told me that. Master Ugwe is dead. Oh, <laughs> he may Not have died. In my the, eyes. He may have died in Kung Fu Panda 1, but he lives on in my soul. He is my North Star. Anyways, continue. <laughs> oh. anyway, anyways. Yeah, continue oh. story. Continue telling us your story. So I'm gonna this is the last bit of it. And then by the time that I got into high school, I started reading the actual comics and fell in love with Star Wars Legends. So that's that's there we go. Dad gummit. I guess I'm the outtaker here. Do you not like legends? Not that I don't like it, but it's like Star Wars. Its creation was films. Oh yes, the the so films I just take were film amazing more seriously. I, Doesn't mean I don't read Legends. You haven't given Legends a try though. That's the problem. Some stuff. Some stuff. Here's, here's the entire thing. Most, most. I'm not going to say all. Most stories first are written down. And that's where you'll see a lot of stuff. Star Wars just expounded in every direction, and it was beautiful. So, I'm beautiful. thanks. Anyways, I was hoping somebody would bounce off on my "I'm beautiful" statement. That did not happen. No, we don't. Whatever, being beautiful. whatever you have shot. to do to uh, keep yourself confident. Literally, and now it just. When I tried to do to boost my ego, fell apart fast. You're like Adam well, Sandler from Anger Management. <laughs> <laughs> when you I'm have me and movie. Noah here, it literally just you can't keep yourself going constantly because we're just gonna be we'll make it make it nice. You're just gonna humble me. Yeah, exactly. It's like you guys do like Noah does with me in league. Bro, we humble you so fast in life. <laughs> Bro. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. We'll, we'll save that for a different thing. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll have a different episode where we dress up as WWE other. stars and fight RRL. <laughs> you, wouldn't get, you wouldn't get to see it. It would just be the audio. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. You're going to like that. <laughs> And his like, name is John Cena. Ba, 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 ba. I'm gonna have a chair breaking over that. someone's head. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Well, there are there is some big Star Wars news that I thought we can bring up today, and like it is every episode, you know, we we probably will get off track. So if you hear listeners that this is where we're trying to go and we never end up getting there, be patient. We always have future episodes. But the first thing is the biggest news right now, and that is in the Star Wars film industry, and that is Dave Filoni has finally been given full power of the direction of Star Wars from this point forward. And I mean, that just 
So that just gets some, me excited. There's some things up for me. Does this mean that Kathleen Kennedy is completely removed from the equation? To my knowledge, I don't think she's completely removed. I think she's just done being in control of the direction that they're going to go. Okay. Because, but the thing is, Dave Filoni, and I'm honestly all right. I'm all right with this. So a lot of people don't like the sequels. They were not that well put together. Me. And yes, Noah is one of those for sure. But one thing Dave Filoni has said he wants to do is not necessarily erase the sequels, but fill that gap to like kind of actually have some of it make sense. He, I don't believe he's going to actually ever fix the sequels, you know, but I do believe there are things he can do to kind of like make some of the things that happened there make a little bit more sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause I think like that other than, you know, most of the, most of the sequels just sucking. Um, the entirety of the story just felt super confusing. Well, it's because they like, let multiple directors, well, not directors directing it. That's people direct different things all the time, but they had multiple different people involved in the creative direction of the trilogy. They had different writers for each one. Yeah, different writers. That's what I meant to get at. So it's like Mandalorian, for example, they have different directors almost every episode. You know, oh, yeah. like people directing this person directs this episode, this person directs this episode. Then Dave Filoni will direct that one, or John Favreau will direct one. But then it's like Don, John Favreau and pretty much Dave Filoni as well writing the show. Like they write the story, they write what all is going to happen. But other people bring that writing to the screen and like how yeah, they, they make picture it, it. But I feel they did have different writers in the sequel. So you had some people like, this is the direction. I think some of the directors were doing the writing. I think that's why I got confused. Because um, Ryan Johnson, who did The Last Jedi, it was just kind of... Of the three in the tr- sequel trilogy, I think The Last Jedi, borderline, is the worst of the three. Seven was all right. No, Not a lot of people diss on Seven. I think Seven had the greatest moment for me, and that would be like the... them hyper driving through a, a star destroyer like that's that, a that's a top 10 moment in star wars for me honestly yeah i think that was but eight is it mm. yeah i mean i could be wrong but i really think oh so. i know that that is eight yeah so that's all it has really going for it that honestly yeah and then eight's trash nine's trash seven's trash you know i feel like seven could have been considered okay if eight and nine were better it's a little just, bit of a hot take, but that's just kind of like if the story actually folded out the way that, you know, maybe the original start of it was planned out, it could have been good, but it was very poorly done. I mean, I'm even hearing things of the final like script that was presented to Disney was not even the one that was submitted like or accepted. The, one, the final one that was submitted is not the one they took. They took a different one. And so some people were, I feel like they were trying. Now they were trying to make this the best they can and it just didn't work. But as much as people don't like it, it's there. Like they're there. And here's and what it's going to work with that. 
And here's what I wish my 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 good friend Dave would do. He would uh just take those three and call them like the lost years or something and completely dismiss it from the canon or something. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <clears throat> That's a that is a hot take. It's not a hot take. <laughs> That's not the only time I've heard that. I'm I, that was stone cold. That took guts to say. <laughs> I think there's ways that they can bridge it to where maybe they can make. Because I'm on board personally with the, um, I'm on board with the recast like Luke Skywalker, Leia type group. Because I feel like from the Luke Skywalker we see in Return of the Jedi, especially the ones like you read about post-Return of the Jedi, to the Luke Skywalker that we got in the sequels, I mean, everyone had an uproar of the difference. And I think they can justify it if they actually show us what happened to like get there. Like If it's just Kylo's turning, I don't think that's enough. Yeah. Because like... It's like this TikTok I watched where it was like literally Darth Vader, Luke's father, was like he overcome with rage. And in the moment where he could have strike, like striked him down and killed him, he stopped and he was like, That's not the Jedi way. That's his dad. I think we can all admit if we have a nephew, which I do, this, this might get me in trouble. If we have a nephew, you're going to still probably pick your dad, you know? I don't know. Your your nephew's name is Anakin. So I know. Well, the point is the point of it all is that is kind of that's something I'll have to uh, handle in the future. <laughs> Make sure he does not go down the dark path. Well, I think it's going to be hard to bridge the gap, uh, especially when the IMDb score of all three of them combined is barely above ten. But. That's neither. That's neither. But they have a chance. But they have a chance to explain why Luke was that way. Because if you tell me it's Kylo, like the movies did, that's not good enough. Because I'm like, if he didn't turn when his dad, like in that moment, then what made you think he was actually going to strike him down? Like, I just don't believe it. Like, was was Kylo the threat, or was it just go find the one who's manipulating Kylo? You know what I mean? He tripped it up. Yeah, because that was kind of weird. And you see, like, Kylo the entire time was not even really Sith, not even Jedi, not even, like, Grey Jedi. He was just kind of, like, he had no idea what he was doing. He was an ego, he was, like, a... He had no identity other than he wanted to be, like, Darth Vader. Yeah. Exactly, and I think that just made his entire character, for me, just super poor. I know. It's just I I'm giving them a chance. I'm giving them a chance to redeem it because I think I don't dislike characters that much. Rose, yes, I kind of dislike her a lot. But I liked Kylo. I liked Finn. Huh. I really liked Poe Dameron. They're all hoes. That's your that's your opinion. <laughs> I like the characters and I really like the actors and actresses that play them. But Rose is the worst. I don't Rose is not. the worst. I'm not I'm not Which one was Rose again? See, see, right? Th- yeah, that's all you proved our point. Which one was it? She was like the, the Asian the, lady thing, the love interest. Oh, in, for, for him, yeah. They that set her up as a love interest in episode eight, it was a disaster. So then in episode nine, they only gave her like 
20 seconds of screen time. Literally. Like they scrapped her from the movie because people disliked her so much. Well, and that's nothing on the actress that played her, but it's just like. It's the story it's was like, awful. The story, the writing was awful. Literally, everybody thought it was going to be Finn and Ray if there was going to be any Star Wars couple. Yeah, exactly. You, and then you, you just, saw it in the episode seven. You saw it even still build on in episode eight. Why did Finn do everything that he did in episode so, eight to go and find Ray? Exactly. And then he's like, oh, this girl, though. And I'm like, no. And then they had. Ray and Kylo, which still they, I feel like in some weird universe they made that work, but still, no, I don't. Like, there's, I don't know. That's just weird to me, honestly. It was odd. I thought of them still, as like brother and sister, if anything. Yeah, that's the kind of the vibe that I See, got that, from them, bro. That you know what they did? They pulled a Harry Potter. <laughs> Literally. What do you mean? Like, to think about it. Everybody thought. When you're reading through that story or watching the movies for the very first time, you thought, all right, there's a good chance it's Harry and her, or Harry Potter and Hermione. And Ron's just going to be that friend that gets left out to a degree. Well, here, everybody thought it was going to be Ray and Finn and that, uh, you know, Kylo and Ray were going to have that brother sister relationship. And then just as fast as they flipped the script in Harry Potter, boom, here comes Jenny. Ron and Hermione have something. It's the same thing in this one. Boom. Now she likes Kylo Ren. Ben Solo. And Finn's like, ah, I'm stuck with this girl. But then they're like, yeah, but we don't like her now. But we still like this other direction. So now Finn's left alone. Yeah, I don't know. It, it felt like that. Like you were saying earlier, there's multiple different people writing it. It felt like there was no understanding of what the last movie had put into effect. Honestly, the best thing that the sequels brought us was the Ben Swolo SNLs. Yes. <laughs> we're being on. Yes. Those were amazing. Where he did ben like Swolo. a the undercover boss. SNL. Yeah, and the Death Star. That was amazing. That really was funny. But one thing I am really excited for is if they decide to go to a different universe and almost completely start fresh like that would be yeah. amazing i think that's what they're going to do with what they did with ahsoka wait what okay i'm gonna be honest i haven't watched all of ahsoka yet so well okay you're it's too late i'm not to spoil it for you yeah i was about to say you can spoil it it's okay. so in ahsoka so in the end of star wars rebels i think it was the fourth season or the third season they went like Ezra saved everybody. He jumped on the ship that had the whales that can do go through hyperspace. He took Thrawn with him. Boom. Got out of there. Literally, it was like, what, seven years, eight years that went by in our time? Maybe even almost like literally like eight or nine years, probably. Because I think it was like 2013 that that ended 2014. But they finally make the Ahsoka show. And literally, the Ahsoka show is uh, the next season of Rebels, in my opinion. Because they brought in a lot of the Rebels characters. They go to find Ezra. And they find him in a whole other galaxy. He's not even just in... like He's in you know the, the galaxy that has all of Star Wars. He went to a whole different galaxy. He's not even there. And they finally make it to him. And the show, yes, Ahsoka was amazing. And they finally make it to him. Big fight goes down with the enemy. 
and Thrawn and Ezra get back to the regular galaxy, but Ahsoka and I think yeah, Ahsoka and Sabine they stayed. They stayed in there with a couple of the other protagonists like Balin Skull, you know, and so like they stayed in the other galaxy. Well, Rosie O'Dawson. I really hope I said her name right. I, I think she think did. I think she's a great Ahsoka personally. I think she did a really good job. She seems to like it. And so I'm like, there's no way they just brought her in for one season of this show and a couple of cameos. I'm thinking they're going to keep going and write a whole new story in that galaxy because there's so many things that can go. And literally the chances of this galaxy we know interacting with them again is slim to none. And it kind of explains a couple of things like why we don't hear more about Ahsoka in the later years or so because technically she would have been old as dirt, but unless something happened, she should have been alive for the sequel trilogy. Or especially some of these other people like Ezra. And Ezra's pretty cool. I like him a lot. So now they're saying that's setting up heir to the Empire, which is cool. I know you'll like that, Noah, uh, if they handle that right. But I'm honestly super excited if they go to a different galaxy. It, it, it would be an amazing opportunity to get authors like genuine star Wars Arthur authors in writing, um, in almost like an expanded universe. Yeah. And, um, Try stuff out over there. Yeah. And there's different civilizations, different species of creatures and so much world building that they could on that. It's limitless for them. You literally have the chance to press restart on star Wars. And write a whole new story without erasing everything that's already there. Mm-hmm. And that's and all of that with the potential of, you know, Dave Filoni taking over. I mean, that should just make everybody. He is literally the poster boy, you know, of what it is. Cause he was George Lucas's like right hand. Like he learned from him everything. And the reason even, cause like he unites everybody. Those who like Disney, he's put out good stuff. That Disney has those who don't like Disney and they like how it was before. He's had some very good interviews saying things like how he wants to get legends in like characters and legends. He specifically name dropped Revan and he wants to get these characters in, but he said, you have to do it like because of our confinement of everything else, you have to do it the right way. And so I'm like, that's fair. He's like, you got to follow all the rules. You got to get Revan in that doesn't inter- and tell his story of the old Republic. And it doesn't actually intervene with the prequel trilogies and Phantom Menace and stuff. But I think he can pull that off. And also I've heard rumors that they're going to bring back some of the, some legends characters, but like in different forms, like star killer might get a character, but it's not the star killer from the game, but it's like a star- someone like him. Yeah, who knows? Which there's, I think a, I'd be okay with that though. There's a perfect uh, man to play him already out there. Exactly. I know there is a perfect man to play him, and it's him. Ha! It is him, <laughs> bro. Sam Witwer is a legend himself. Genuinely, because who, who is one of the most? I'm just gonna be blunt at the time. Wasted character, wasted potentials you ever saw in Star Wars before any of Clone Wars or Rebels was made. Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Or literally was like menacing, looked awesome, gets slashed in half, and never to be seen again. 
and they bring him back in Clone Wars, and like he's a huge character, and then they bring him back in Rebels, and he's even a bigger character. And Whitworth like just knocked it out of the park, dude. It was awesome. I I definitely agree. He his voice and just completely encapsulates what Darth Maul's supposed to sound like. Exactly. Oh, no, I mean like whenever it's just Twin Sons episode of Rebels when yep. he's going. Yeah, you know, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I'm going to find Kenobi and he's like falling in the desert. He yells like Kenobi, bro. It's perfect. That was, and then the Star Wars celebration, he'll do it. Like he'll mm-hmm. grab the mic and do it in front of all the fans. I would literally drop dead. I would drop dead, floating Bro, up in heaven. If I ever just got to hear that live in person, I I just die on the spot, and I'd be happy. I'd be content with my life. And he just needs, he needs something. But going he needs more. But kind of going back to what you were saying earlier about making like a continuous timeline of how Revan should be uh, put into actual Star Wars canon. I mean, they do have a perfect template and outline already with um, the Legends universe kind of leading up to the prequels. Almost, Almost right up until episode one with... uh, because it mentions like Darth Bane, Darth Plagueis, and Darth Plagueis is only like two apprentices removed from Darth Bane. And so they have a perfect outline to kind of go off. Which I think like going back and seeing where like I would love to see shows or movies, whichever. Of like where the rule of two got actually introduced and different stuff like that. Where we see why the Sith are the way that they are now instead of like what they would have been in the old Republic or even further back. Oh, 100%. Like, I feel like the Darth Bane, all that stuff with him definitely needs to be like an animated series. Like, we need a, ne- a new generation of Clone Wars fans to enjoy something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think, hear me out here, do you think that, I'm not saying all of them, but this is something you got to think about. you think some of the reason, now that Disney's like handed over to the second coming of Star Wars pretty much, do you think that there's going to be an issue potentially of him getting some stuff because of like, the people, their original authors giving up the rights for that? Like, what if they say, I don't want my story told on the screen. I want to keep it on the book. I don't think they'll be that kind of problem. I think since Lucas film or like Lucas arts owns the rights to all those books, it doesn't really. Oh, okay. I don't think that'd be a problem. Yeah. But I think if they were to do something like that, they need to consult the authors uh, 100%. Yeah, let their vision be seen correctly. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because if it's not, then it's not going to be portrayed as well as it could have been. And I think that's a letdown to all the fans who want to see it. Like, isn't Star Wars uh, Acolyte supposed to have to do with the Old Republic and like Revan and that whole story? That's supposed yeah. to come out in like a couple uh-huh. years. Yeah, but I've also heard that's that's been canceled. Oh, is it really? 
Yeah, did you not? Oh, man, this is a podcast moment right here. Did you not hear what the director said? No. No. What oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm pulling up on my phone right now. So let me tell you what the director did. No respect for her whatsoever. And yes, it is sad because it was probably about to be a bomb, awesome story. But I'm trying to see if I can find the actual quote because then I'll make it all better. But here's what, and I'm not saying it is canceled. I'm just saying the last I heard of it, it was a rumor that it was canceled after what she said. And what she said is not a rumor. It actually was said. But she said, like, she complained at a bunch of Star Wars fans for like, no, she complained to people like you, like (laughs) not giving up the old ways and accepting what's new. And when she was like, she said, we love and respect what George Lucas started, but he has not made Star Wars. She says, this is not his Star Wars. This is my Star Wars. I'm writing the story. Because they were asking, like, a reporter asked her, like, how she was going to manage that kind of, like, transition. Or, like, how she's managing that, like, keeping it true to George Lucas's Star Wars, but writing her own, you know, new story. And that's what she says. And I'm like, what? Yeah, she, literally, she literally, like, just insulted his thing. Everybody. You just cannot do that. Well, it's and, like George Lucas didn't write Revan, you know? Yeah. The authors wrote Revan, you know? Yeah. Drew Carpishan wrote Revan. And, like, there's hundreds of different authors out there that just, you can't insult their intelligence and their creative design, you know? Yeah. And you especially can't insult the Godfather himself, you know? Well, it's like, why would you insult the person that made all of this possible and made your gave you the opportunity to be able to do something like this? You know? Yeah. Now, some people already kind of because she'd also emphasized that her Star Wars is the first Star Wars content. She said that does not emphasize an actual war. Yeah, I. That's what I was reading. Was but, I mean, it, they can kind of get away with that, she said, because it says, I would say that the Acolyte stands out because it is in the earliest in the Star Wars timeline that we have ever been in live action. And we are toward like leaning towards the end of the High Republic into a period where the Jedi are at the height of their power. And we're looking at a timeline where there is peace throughout the galaxy. And, and it was very challenging and interesting to make a Star Wars movie with no war in it. So the question became, well, what should the show be about if there's not going to be a galactic conflict? So it sounds like, and I, I, the more I'm looking up, I'm still seeing things where it's like, she's not necessarily fired. I don't know, but I have not heard a single word about it, but I do know that she kind of dissed on the overall thing. And that's just not something you can do to get away with fans. Yeah. What I'm saying that show. Oh yeah, exactly. They will. What I'm seeing is. Basically, it's rumors of it being canceled. That's um, not official. It's not been like official yet. Fair. But any type of trailers that have been out for it, uh, they've been doing copyright strikes on it. So like they're trying to get rid of any trailers so that it's not. And then like, let me let me see. I just know that. Very- it could be a heck of a story, literally. But if you're going to do, you know, dog on that, 
or even you can even not care so much with George Lucas, but if you're going to say something negative about the fans who like won't let go of that, yeah, yeah, that's what you who, who was it that is was like directing it? What was her name? Leslie Headland. Okay, she's been let go from Lucasfilm. Oh, actually, God bless. She has wow. been so she was let go from Lucasfilm. They probably scrapped the idea then and uh, will have so- another creative lead take over and do their own creativeness with it. So they might even change the name. Yeah. I mean, I still want that era. The era she just re- mentioned when I was reading her quote, I want that era. I want to Oh see yeah. That. High Republic or end of the High Republic cuz it's the High Republic Jedi peak their power and then what happens next? What causes their downfall? And what is the era of the downfall of the old Republic? That's when we see Revan and all in that story. Because the wars start, and then that's Revan's whole story. Revan's whole story is like the start of the war, wasn't it? If I remember correctly. Noah? No, there's there's lots of wars before that. Well, there was like... Uh, Mandalorian this war. is the Mandalorian Wars, they even the Sith War, the Hundred Years War was also yeah. a thing, and the Galactic Space War. Um, but they'll probably what if it's leaning on the Old Republic scenario, it'll probably be like a couple hundred years after Jedi's discover like lightsabers and stuff. So yeah, I think that was going to be the point of. Acolyte was like the first thing of a lightsaber. Well, you see, like in Acolyte, like the teaser photo is them building a Sith lightsaber, like using the Kyber crystal and turning it into red, a red driver. But yeah, but I wonder if it was going to be early enough where the colors didn't necessarily have a label yet. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like eventually, I mean, there was a. No, you can definitely tell me if I'm wrong, but there was a time where the color didn't ultimately mean like whose side you're on. Well, they didn't have a yeah, because red red kyber crystals I think were a lot of the time primarily found on the Sith home planet Korriban and places like that. So yeah, they didn't even have access to red kyber crystals. So would you say that there's natural red, but then also the more modernized version that we see red where you make a crystal bleed. Oh, I've like in legends, that wasn't a thing at all. So I think that was in the Canon comics, like the Disney Marvel comics when they introduced that. Cause I think that's what Vader did to get his red saber was he killed a Jedi with no lightsaber and then made his Kyber crystal bleed like with the force and went from like a green or blue saber to red. Yeah, that seems like a very comic thing to do, honestly. Yeah, it sounds like it. And then that's kind of what they, you do the same thing with like Ahsoka. Ahsoka did something similar when she turned hers to like white or gray, no longer being blue, which also, because I don't think there was a natural gray one. Obviously the green ones, and she gave up the green ones, lost the blue ones or left them there at the end of season seven of the Clone Wars. In Star Wars Legends, there was one character that had a silver lightsaber, and that was Cord Horde. That was a uh, post Heir of the Empire. Oh, um, he was part of the Rogue Squadron, or of uh, not Rogue Squadron, uh, 
one of the squadrons that formed with Luke Skywalker. His elite team. Yeah. Let's go, baby. And I do think we're going to get an heir to the Empire story. I don't think they're going to. Like, there are going to be people that don't make it. Mary Jade. Mary Jade, I don't think she's going to make it. Yeah. But I do think it'll be kind of cool. I want to see Luke Skywalker be recast. I'm I'm going to say it. and That's not a traitor thing to say. Because I think we are in an era we can see more Luke Skywalker. And they can't keep bringing in Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill with a bunch of random actors that kind of look like him and then doing deep fake every single time, but only being able to do it for a couple of scenes in the show because it costs so much to do that kind of level of deep fake. You know, we got to eventually we got to get somebody and make a, make some stuff happen. Han Solo. I didn't really love like love the Han Solo movie, but they have an actor. They've got a guy. They want to bring him back. Again, I think that was just the uh, storytelling <laughs> kind of got uh, in the way of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. That movie did not have to be made. It honestly didn't. And I'm, but I like the actors that they had to come play the younger versions. Like, yeah. you had to recast. But still, yeah, you're right. I'm completely fine with them taking like creative liberties and adapting Heir to the Empire to fit their narrative. But also, they just the sequels, man. They just did not do creative creativity very well. Because it's kind of opinion. like it's kind of like you have to. It's essentially the same situation the prequels prequel trilogy was in. Because like you want to have this whole new story. The Clone Wars had to follow this. Star Wars Rebels had to follow this. Everything had to match up to a new hope. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. And everything that was not in that, that you are not going to be able to explain why. Like, there's a lot of Jedi still that we're seeing new stories about. Cal Ketsis, you know, Ahsoka just got handled. But still, like, there's Ezra. Well, no, Ezra's handled and stuff. And Ahsoka, kind of. I mean, yeah, I'm still going to say kind of. Because you're still like, where were you at? Four, five, six. They've kind of said she was hiding, but how are you hiding while the son of your former master saving the galaxy? But they handled Ezra because like Kanan died. One of the Jedi's from rebels, mm-hmm. but Ezra was sent to another galaxy when I was back post return of the Jedi, but there's still like a bunch of other, you know, loopholes they had to be prepared to cover. And now they're going to do that all over again. Do you think they recast uh, Carrie Fisher? As I long think, with, I think they, I think if you're going to do one, you just, just do them all. Honestly, yeah. Because you can't make a, yeah. there is no way, there is no way you can create a Star Wars story post Return of the Jedi, recast Luke Skywalker, and not recast or even address Han Solo and Leia. And if you just address it and like don't like bring it up, but don't actually like show them, then you're wrong for that. Like that's not going to be that's not going to make sense. Even if it's just a short recasting, or even if it's enough where I guess you deep fake somebody, it's just not going to it's not going to be right. If you're going to recast one, recast the others because you've already recast one. They recast Han Solo and made a movie about it with the idea to make more, and they were like, "This I this did not work out. We're going to stop." 
But I wish that some things that were going to happen, I wish they could have worked out. Because in, in Solo, you saw Darth Maul. And it was literally the best the combination of Darth Maul ever. Because it was Ray Park. Ray Park or Ray Parker? can't remember. But he was the guy who played Maul in the first movie. In Phantom Menace. But the voice was Sam Witwer. Oh, that's true, isn't so it? I'm like, yeah. you literally had the best of both worlds. And so, I mean, come on. Like, there's things I would I would have loved to see. Even though Darth Maul had a great ending, obviously, this movie took place before his ending. But, like, I could go back to Maul to see that one more time. Actually live action, not just a hologram. I'd poop my pants. My drawers would be stained. Literally. But all in all, to kind of get us to a wrap-up area, we've had a good, good little time. But all in all, Star Wars is in good hands with Dave Filoni, who literally does everything he can to envision Star Wars the way George Lucas does. And I'm, I'm still convinced that he consults George Lucas in a lot of his stuff. When he was like writing Ahsoka and thinking like what it could be like, I'm 100% convinced that he was talking to George Lucas about that. And that was just cool to see Ahsoka's show though, because like that was his character. He wrote Ahsoka, created Ahsoka's character. So to be able to kind of see it start from where it was in that Clone Wars movie to live action show. I definitely know he's not just going to leave it there and let her be in another galaxy with no address, like not addressing that at all. So Star Wars is in good hands and we can all finally rest at peace. Now the games are a whole nother thing. We need some games. We really do. We need some. Oh, we, 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 do. we need a good battlefront. I need my old Republic remake. That's it. Hey, it's game. still going on. Did you, that news came out today. Did it really? Everybody thought it got canceled, but it's still in development. It's, you still have hope, Noah. That does things to me. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys have any final words? Mm, not really. I'm good. All hail the old republic. All hail. All hail. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our episode. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow us here on Spotify and make sure to be ready because eventually we're going to be dropping live episodes with our cams and we're going to be able to interact with the long-term goal of being able to record these episodes face-to-face together it's going to be a super awesome time so make sure to follow now so you can see the development with that give us a rating if you don't mind and share with some friends who you think have had an outstanding great star wars mind and they need to see this all right let them know because we have some awesome opinions i hope you guys enjoy it we'll see you in the next episode take care Boom. Oh, (laughs) you're still recording.